Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. Like anyone looking for the right partner, you want someone you can count on. Someone that's dependable, understanding, someone that'll tell it to you straight. When it comes to insurance, State Farm deserves a rose. They're always there when you need them. File a claim day or night with their app, which was awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Plus, they're great listeners. With 19,000 local agents, they get to know the real you, so they'll help you choose coverage that's personal, not some cookie-cutter policy. So go out and get the one you deserve. Get State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get a quote or find an agent at statefarm.com. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. High season for us, man. We got Vanderpump and The Challenge, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight in that order. I'm so excited about it. The lack of live sports has really made me focus on what's important in life. I'm not talking about my family. I'm talking about Vanderpump Rules and The Challenge. That's really it. (laughs) Quarantine has really tried me. Like I've spent so much time with my family. We're bonding. I feel like we've never been closer, but I've also felt never closer to my other two families, the cast members of Vanderpump Rules and The Challenge. Let's just start with Vanderpump because we got all of them this week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a, a real platter of things to discuss from the show. I think that we should just start with where we left off, which is Katie and Tom. I just I'm confused. What did I not see? Like, what did I not see during that exchange in which Tom walks away from it with nothing but his tail between his legs and apologizing? Like, that is who Tom Schwartz is. But instead, he kind of doubles down on being a jerk. And it's just like, well, I was really just mad because I didn't think it was appropriate for you to be mad. They spent a lot of money on some actors to pretend to be police officers to arrest your friend. Like, what? he's he's on this hill. This is not the hill to die on, dude. This is you not know it. I hate when the person who should be apologizing somehow swindles the other party into apologizing to them. And somehow Katie ended up apologizing for, I don't even know what, for like being negative. It's like, fine, that's who Katie is anyway. She's negative. We all know that about her. And so I don't even understand, like, what was she doing? Like, Katie, walk away. Like, they, don't walk away from Kristen. She she might be annoying, but she like kind of needs you. Walk away from Tom, at Tom. least for a day, a week. Juliet. I've never felt this way. I'm sure you never have either. But just imagine the hypothetical world in which you got a little too intoxicated. You said some things that maybe you shouldn't. And you wake up with that feeling in your stomach and that guilt and that, oh, my God, I just ruined everything with like words, like just syllables out of my mouth. I just want to do whatever I can to fix this as soon as possible. I hate myself. I hate life. I wish I, I just wish that that never happened. I want to just time warp backwards. But Tom doesn't feel that way. He's more like, okay. I said horrible things about the person that is closest to me. I said God awful things to my partner about her and her attractiveness and what I think about her. Instead of him trying to fix it, he's like, let me just try to flip this around and somehow pulls it off. Yeah. Somehow he's just like, I know I was wrong, but it's like, there's no, but here you were wrong. Like he quasi apologized, but not really. And then they just like moved on to different topics. It was super duper weird. I, I kind of can't get over it. And I've been like a, a quasi Katie defender, but this is the week that I've turned. I can no longer I, defend Katie. I can defend Katie on this one. Let me just put my okay. producer hat on again. I think they'd okay. already thought about it for like five days. And this is when the, what they recorded. Yes. You know what I mean? Because like, she was I feel like, smiling through it. Like she yeah, kind of like, like couldn't they've, hold they've it together. All, they've already like gotten over this argument and they've joked about it and they've gone back to regular life, which is just watching Tiger King or whatever. And then they're just, this is just them <laughs> having to like drum up old stuff that wasn't that big a deal to them at the present. They needed, they needed the conclusion 
for the timeline of the show, but they'd already had it out elsewhere. Yes, yes. That, that's my theory on this one. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the only thing that sums it up because she was smiling like at a point she was trying to like hold it in like she's just like this is so ridiculous we're having this fight for like the second time on our couch and that was like a little bit of a bummer it's it's hard to not watch the show right now and be like oh that was fake oh that was fake oh that was for the camera yeah but, I mean I'm sure we're gonna get into some other storylines where you're just kind of like this is what like, guys guys okay can we go straight to what I think is like the most unrealistic part of this entire season yes Brett would never take women out on lunch dates ever. Brett is not a, I'll see you when the sun is up and let's have a casual let's drink kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brett yeah. is not like, meet me at Casita del Campo, which is down the street from where I live in LA. Oh, I know for, exactly where that is. Yeah, it yes, looks like a course. vagina. It's like yes, a that pink mine. building. I th- thank you. I said that to Joey. I was like, yeah, the one that looks like a vagina. She's like, you've never said that before. You've, I don't know what you're talking in about. That's fact, insane. you have. I, I stole it from you. I stole it yes, from you. I didn't I make that up. It, it, you go inside <laughs> of a vagina when you go to see the compost. It's weird. You valet first too. The food, mediocre. Margaritas, great. Vibe, always, always a solid B. It's like, it, I just want to be, I'm not going to get a C. I know I'm not getting a C. They go festive on fajitas there, which is like honestly kind of hard to find in LA. It's not really like a big like, oh, this is a hot platter coming to yeah. your table yeah, kind yeah, of place. Yeah, yeah. But they do there. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> Love that place. Yeah. Yes. But like Brett, first of all, Brett would never be like, let me meet you at this random Silver Lake Mexican place that looks like a vagina at 2 p.m. And we'll get drinks, one of which I, Juliet, big drinker, have never heard of. I was just like, okay, fine. Yeah. He, and the, he they also like had the doors open to let like uh, regular light in. It was weird. Yes. It was weirdly lit. It was clearly, clearly you could tell is you get to these restaurants during their off hours. Like they're at Cafe Gratitude, like, eight in the morning and they were at a casita like you know i think casita's only open between like 8 p.m like, and yeah. one in the morning yeah, like yeah. maybe it opens at five like sometimes for dinner mm-hmm. service but like no. i'm sorry if you're first of all if you're interested in dating someone in like like in a sexual way you don't ask them out for lunch that's just not something that happens i'm sorry yeah. it's just not and that to me i was like brett would never but again let me go the other way they end up having a relationship as we know from like the this season on so this is a completely this is a completely fake storyline, right? I agree with you about that. This is contrived, but you have to agree with me that they do actually end up in a relationship and performing coitus over and over, and that it's not just for the show. Yes, they probably like each other, and I can see it because I think Dana does need someone who's like a little bit older. Max is clearly too young and like too much of like a fuckboy for her. Brett, I think, is probably his own set of issues, but not the same. Like I'm going to sleep with many women at the same time and tell you yeah, and like lie Dana, to you about it. Dana might be sinking in my power rankings. My wife it brought out the astute observation that we met Dana at like the after party at the Mondrian when she just be, happened to be like some chick that was hanging around. And now her birthday party is like all sir employees and a cast of a reality show that I'm sure she watched before she was on. So like yeah. there is kind of like, this is a completely constructed life of Dana's. This like it, you had your birthday with a bunch of people that you met in the last eight months and you didn't really work with. They're trying to make us feel like your colleagues, but you're not really colleagues because you actually just happened to see Jax at the the Sky Bar at the Mondrian and then glommed onto him while he was on the balcony calling his girlfriend. And now this is your new life. Not buying it. Not exactly buying I'm, it. I'm really dubious of people who find a new friend group and like um go all in like 
immediately. They're like, these are my best friends. And when you've met them six months or less. And I know I have a lot of best friends, Jacoby. I know where you're going with this. I I didn't know you had to say it anymore. (laughs) But all of the people who I would qualify as a best friend have been around the way, my way, for like a minimum of seven years. Dana, it's like a minimum of seven minutes. And then you're like, gotta be at your birthday party. Yes, she has not she has not signed a second lease, but it's like, oh, now my birthday party is all these people that live in Los Angeles. That's a great way of putting it. How long do you think is her first lease? Sublet or actual name on the lease for Dana? Oh no, she like moved in with a friend. Yeah. You know, like a in friend lived in LA and like had a place, and then she was like, oh, I'll give you like four hundred dollars a month and I'll crash. And like that turned into like three fifty and I'll owe you later. And then like she got a job that's and then she went to Skybar. Who's if you had to pick one side, would you pick uh, Sheena or Dana? It's tough. Wow. That's that's it's tough. Juliet. That's tough. In this, I have to pick Sheena. In this particular case, not an overall character judgment. I'm just speaking about the, the, this she case needs it. in particular. I would say that if she's first on both these dudes, and it's going in the same sequence in which it went with Sheena. I don't know. I know. I, it's, like there's you. something to that. It's something to that. Like she was like, I'm the girl that doesn't have a storyline that sleeps with dudes who just got on the show to have a storyline. And now you are just doing that. Like that's my, that's my bit. It's my bit. Sheena's conversation with Lala got way too real at Dana's birthday. And like everything Sheena was saying was like really spot on. And it was just like, a lot of people could relate to this. Like, I think a lot of people are like, this is not how I pictured my life at 34. This is not what I thought it was going to be. And now I, I just go feel like home she- and cry. And it's not I- about Dana and Brett. It's about <laughs> yeah. me. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 Sheena. Slow down. She got the checkered flag on her chest there. She said, slow down. Wave the caution flag. <laughs> I really feel for her. Also, if she's in the process of like of egg retrieval, she's really hormonal for this stuff. So it's like everything is really heightened. I was like, this is just too, this is very real. Like what these fights might be kind of contrived, but what Sheena is feeling is super real, as is her commitment to looking like she's in a music video from the year 1997. What was <laughs> like she a, wearing? She's a backup dancer for Paula Abdul, like two steps <laughs> yes. forward that's not animated. You know, that like sports bra top that she was, it was wearing. Checkered, it was checkered with, with red yeah. with red straps. Yeah. It was a it was it was a lot, and it was it was like she was dressed for her own birthday party where the theme was like Daytona five hundred, but in the nineties, like nineteen ninety yes. Daytona yeah. five hundred. Yeah, I mean, that does, I don't think anyone would have a Daytona five hundred theme outside of the state of Florida that's not in nineteen ninety. Daytona is really back though because of cheer. That's where the finale was, you know. If you got to make um, it to Daytona, you can't go in the ocean until you win. First of all, if you, uh, you think I didn't watch Cheer. I know you watched. I mean, of course I watched Cheer. Yeah. yeah Do you know I, how and when I watched Cheer? Like immediately? At the dentist. At the dentist. What? Just what? turned on Cheer while I was getting work done. Deep clean. Takes like an hour and a half each side. Got to get two sides done. Three hours in the chair watching wow. Cheer. Wow. So yeah, does your dentist yeah. have Netflix? Yeah. Big win. Big win. Oh my God. But I don't know oh how God. I don't know how appropriate it is it's how loud I can turn it up because like there's there's neighboring patients and it's like I need to be able to hear it, but you're also drilling stuff into my mouth, which makes it hard oh, it's to not hear. A head, not a headphone so, situation. Um it you, you were with me 
recording this podcast, it took me about 15 minutes to connect my Bluetooth headphones to this <laughs> computer, which is mine. So I wasn't about to be like, is this a smart TV? Um, is this LG or is this Samsung? Because I need to Bluetooth my <laughs> headphones onto this right now. No, that's, no, not a headphone situation. Cheer at the dentist. I don't know that I would choose cheer to be my dentist show. Like Vanderpump is definitely a dentist show. Like, oh, I'm having root canal. Yes, let's turn on Bravo. Yeah, well, you know how it works in the Joey and David Jacoby relationship. She didn't hadn't have interest in the show. So it was a me I'm show. I'm shocked. I feel like she so, would have liked it. Uh, not enough of her friends suggested it. It doesn't. If I suggest a show, it doesn't matter. It matters if her friends suggest a show. So if, some, if I might text you and be I'm like, "Shocked by this," I'll text you and be like, "Tell Joey that uh, you know that uh, sailing yacht is good," even though it's not. Oh really. my god, I would never recommend sailing yacht to Joey because she would be disgusted by the boat, and I couldn't have her think we, that I thought it we've was watched okay. every single episode. We've watched every single episode. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm like a couple behind, but it is, it's a uh, great, great show. I just episode. caught up on season one of Ozark, so I, I had a detour away from reality TV for a short period wow, of time. Do we have to put it's a bow really on good. Vanderpump? Let's put a bow on Vanderpump. Oh, wait, Anything else? There's way more Vanderpump oh, to discuss. Let's go. I'm not, re- I'm not I ready derailed to us. I derailed us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am not ready. I want to talk about how uh, Vanderpump is a show that produ- is, goes into production in the summer. Which, by the way, definitely means the next season will be delayed because of coronavirus. So everyone just prepare, prepare yourself for that. Oof. Wow. I, I always think about the many implications of the coronavirus epidemic, but I have not thought about how it changes Vanderpump rules. And now that you brought that up, I have even worse future to look forward to. Thank you. Well, they started filming this past season in May. And yeah, and then also like Stassi and Bo are supposed to get married in Rome in October. Like, what's going to happen with all this shit? Like, I just don't know. We don't they know. They do. They do sequentially get engaged in marriage. Just so happens that it lines up with every single summer, every single season. But now yeah. we have a log jam because we have Lala and Rand. I know. Well, their wedding got canceled. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this coming weekend in in Pelican Beach or Pelican Hill in California. How do I know that place? Pelican Hill is in like Pasadena. It's in um, Orange County. It's like near Newport. It's famous for golf, I believe. Okay, great. Shout out yeah, whatevs. Whatevs. So anyway, Jack's wearing the full hockey outfit to go to Venice Beach when they were like <sighs> skateboarding. Legitimately inexplicable. Like there's no explanation. He tried to explain it. He was like, oh, I thought we were going to a skate, a, a skate park. So I came with like my roller skates to play like roller hockey but like no he obviously just like wanted to wear that outfit that day for whatever reason that scene was just it's so good in the room you're like oh like these guys think they could skateboard we'll take them to venice skate park it's gonna be so funny fish out of water this is gonna be great and you're like in the conference room thinking about like what that's gonna be like and it's just so much better in the room than it is in reality where they feel awkward and insufficient and like just completely like just just like they're not comfortable. I'm uncomfortable watching it. Jax is, is wearing like, I don't know, a hockey uniform standing on the deck of a skate park and he's like holding a hockey stick without a puck. Like the, It's just so weird. I just wanted it to end sooner than they did and they wanted it to end as soon as possible. I thought he kind of looked good in like a really weird way. I was like, I don't find Jax attractive at all. But like but, in the hot, <laughs> but, but in the hockey yeah. regalia, I was like, oh, Jax, interesting. I like Showing his it. Michigan roots a little bit, you know? He used, used to just like throw the puck around the pond with some buddies on a cold winter day, you know? Yeah. One time Steven just... fell in and we had to drag him out with my stick. I was just kind of feeling it. A couple more Vanderpump notes. Let's talk about Charlie, who... Tia and Tamara, she... Charlie. Tia and Tamara and Charlie. First of all, 
when I was at summer camp, my bunk mates and I, we all named our boobs. Like, that's just the thing that happens. It's not, didn't think that was weird. I thought that was way less weird than everyone saying they had tasted their own vagina. That was weirder to way weirder to me. <laughs> but <laughs> I've also okay. tasted my own vagina, but <laughs> I won't get into that now. Uh, but Charlie is like really coming up on the show as being a top notch weirdo. Love she Charlie. also she also was like, I love cheesecake, but not here. That's why I go to the Cheesecake Factory. But she said that as a server, which I always appreciate when a server steers you away from certain things. She might have been a little heavy handed with that particular one. But I always like it when you, if a server will like not, they will never say something negative about the dish that is on their own menu. But if you order it or first of all, if you order it, sometimes they'll give you like, oh, do you like things spicy? They'll kind of like ask you a follow-up question. That's usually a hint to get off it. But one thing I always do is I'll never ask someone, is this good? They're forced to say yes. You know what my move is, right? You know me. Is, is do I want this or that? So right. I'll make them, make pick, them pick between one. two. So then they'll, they'll be basically be like, this one's better. I've tried everything which is my move. You're welcome. But in this particular thing, I thought she was a little rude being like, yeah, um, yeah, you can have the cheesecake, but I'm very picky about my cheesecake. This is a direct quote. I'm very picky about my cheesecake. I only eat it from the cheesecake factory. And it's like, okay, girl, like that was a little too far. That was a little too far. I do love the cheesecake factory, but I don't even love their cheesecake. I mean, okay, Charlie, whatever. She's just a real character and it, it feels authentic. I think it's one of the reasons why I'm connecting with it. Like she's got so many bizarre rules that like that's the kind yes, of thing that i would I like do her. as well i, like I do her. too i do too and i mean t and tamara that's funny good stuff by you girl you know it is it is it, not the most realistic looking set of implants i've ever seen you know like i don't think no. like she was like oh by the way i paid for these i don't think anybody was like oh really like what <laughs> but that's a look and i'm i'm a big charlie fan big time charlie fan i, I want charlie <laughs> yeah. to be around for years I, I do too. I saw an April Fool's joke that was like the entire original cast of Vanderpump Rules has been canceled. The OGs are out and it's just the new kids. And I was like, huh, I ah, think I'd be okay with that. I'm watching that. Me too. It's going to be difficult because both Brett and Max have those complicated social media histories. So they're out. So they're going to have to be replaced with like new, new people. But I could easily do without Brett and Max in my life. Me too. But I like Dana, Charlie, and Danica. So like, you know, um, Dana, Charlie, I'm in and Danica, on all of them. I'm in. I'm in as well. The main the main thing is Katie and Kristen. I'm done. Much like Katie is done with Kristen, I'm done with both of them. This week, I thought Katie was like just cruel. Like at least to tell Kristen, like, hey, like things are not where we were X number of years ago. I prefer if you didn't come. Katie's just like mean to Kristen and I don't like Kristen at all. So like I'm not here to defend the her. The same person that apologizes to her husband for getting yelled at, disrespected in front of all of their friends is also like super mean to Katie. Like it's, it's, it's I don't understand how both of those stances come from the same person. Me neither. I just don't get it either. I, I have a quick question hate- for you, though, on Vanderpump. Very important. Okay. How far on the flirtation spectrum slash sexual spectrum do you think Brett and Lisa Vanderpump have gone? Like, what is the moment oh where God. they're both like, this has gone Delicious. too far? Delicious. Like, I just, what, is the, what is the line where you're like, the over-under, where they both kind of look at each other like, yeah, that's probably we probably violated our relationship here. I think there probably was like some kind of him trying to help her like stretch out in some way. And yeah. you know, he's a trainer. Cool down. And, During the cool down. Yeah. 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 And there was like something there that was like, oh, this is, this is a little too real, a little too real, which is kind of funny because I like love Lisa and I'm, I'm so pro Lisa, but I don't really think she has like a sexual energy. Like of all the real housewives of Beverly Hills, Disagree. she has like, Disagree. you think she's out a lot? Disagree. Yeah. Because she talks about it so much. She doesn't shy away from it. She like all the innuendos, all the joking, 
all the hot people that work at her restaurants. Like, I think that Lisa has a very strong sexual energy. Absolutely. Huh. Okay. Absolutely disagree. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I like it though. Like I like Lisa and a younger man. It really makes sense to me. I, yeah. Also, I, I've, I've been super anti-Brett. I'm still anti-Brett, but I liked him more this week than I ever have before. I think Brett's probably like put his boner against her once. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like once if like in the, <laughs> under the guise of like, I'm your trainer. But and like, and they, didn't, they didn't discuss it. No one said it anything out loud, but like they both felt it. Like, I think that's kind of like where they've been. Yeah. They're like, all good. <laughs> um, this was a good episode. This was a fun one. I was like, this felt like a hang, especially when Kristen was um, in her car and she called Sheena and she's like using her phone to make the call. And it's like, you're in your BMW. Your BMW definitely has Bluetooth. Why yes, are you not using the Bluetooth It's easier for in your the production car? to record as well. <laughs> that, but I liked that because I was like, this is the, fi- the kind of stuff of Vanderpump Rules I live for, which is like these people making like inexplicable choices over really boring and mundane things. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. I was just like, what It the is fuck hard. Is this? I definitely like, if you were like, hey, Jacoby, is your phone connected to your car right now? I'd be like, I think so. But like probably like 40% chance it is. It would I bet take it is. 20 minutes to connect it. Because I've, it's a better, uh, it's, it's a huge, it's a convenience. It's also know, like if know, you are going to be in the car. Good no, time to make a phone call. When I'm, I'm in New York, I make fewer phone calls because I'm not in the car. I'm embarrassed. I'm okay. embarrassed. I don't think it's connected. Can you go well, to the challenge? Get on, get on that. Yes, let's go to the challenge. Oh, what a roller coaster it was for me this week. Okay. I want to talk about D. I want to talk D, about D too. The, D was the main event of this, this week. And D makes bad choices. First of all, Carrying over like for like a third season, her relationship with Rogan is like Nani levels bullshit. But like she's no Nani. I'm just like, no. okay, D. Like, okay. But I do like where D's headset. I love D in conflict. She reminds me of sort of like a sober Lala. Like, like it's like, don't Jen tried to kind of start with her a little bit. And it's just like Jen was so outmatched mentally that it wasn't even fair. Like I felt bad for Jen. And then D at the end. I understand why she didn't go into the elimination, but it was the wrong decision. And her whole thing was, and I understand she's like, like, I didn't wake up in the morning expecting to go in. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm trying to look cute tonight. I've got a full face of makeup. Like I'm like, I did not, like, I'm just not met. I, I like, this was a, a sort of like quick turn that TJ proposed me. And while I understand strategically it is advantageous for me to partake, I'm not ready for that. I get that. But at the same time, you can beat that girl, Jen. Like, it wasn't even a question of who was going in. It wasn't even a question of who's coming out. Like you, if you had that opportunity, you have to take it up. It's just bad strategy. And she gained so many points from me during the episode, lost him at the end. Huge mistake. Absolutely huge. I'm now like convinced this will like loom over her um, to not like, and she like won't make it to the final as a result or something like that. Because how could she pass this up? Like, it seems like it's going to be hard to get into the final or to be hard to get tossed into purgatory because everyone wants to get in to have the chance to go to the final. And so you need to set the tone of like, you try to win the challenge to get in there and prove yourself or, or whatever. And I, I think that she just like really gave up a lot of leverage. I, uh, to quote TJ, she, uh, she disappointed me. I don't she, like to quit her. She, well, she didn't necessarily quit per se, but like she, can easily wake up the next morning after beating Jen and say, listen, I had an opportunity. I had to take it. You would have done the same thing in my shoes, right? But now after choosing Jenny, she's got to answer to Jordan and Tori. So like, she just didn't play this one out. Like her game theory was just, she just kind of malfunctioned in the moment. And it was just like, girl, like you can beat Jen without being mentally prepared. 
You don't have to be physically prepared. You don't have to be prepared at all. You could be blindfolded and not even know what the challenge is and somehow figure it out quicker than Jen. So take that opportunity while you have it, while it's presented to you. That's what you're supposed to do. Step up and do it. I liked the wrinkle that they can see what the challenge is going to be before deciding who they're going to throw in because there was that point where they're talking about like maybe we should throw Tori in because everyone knows she's puzzles. bad at puzzles. Yeah. She's not a puzzle person. I, lo- mm. I like that wrinkle. I feel like they should make it like as shady as possible, basically. But Dee also has a problem that I would have, which is she told two people that they're at the top of her list. And she was like, oh, no, you're at the top. You're near the top, but not at the top to Tori, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yes. I thought it was a little awkward that they did that conversation. Like, um, only people, I mean, if there's anyone over 40 listening to this right now, they'll get this reference that you can't do that on television style, which is a Nickelodeon show where they used to all yeah. be in lockers and one would pop out. You don't remember that. You're too young to remember yes, that. Yes, I you do. do not yes, remember I that. do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't do that on television. It's an excellent television program. And it was weird that they had that conversation in that context, you know, because it yeah. was kind of like an intense conversation where Dee was like, yeah, I don't really care what you say. Are you threatening me? You're not, you're, whenever you say you're not threatening me, you're probably threatening me. It was, it was weird that they did that in lockers, but Dee made the wrong decision. Really she did. really did. Also, they didn't they call the locker thing um, like they were like in a confession. They were like doing a confession with like a priest yes. or whatever. The whole yeah. thing was really weird. Um, question for you. How deep have you gone on Jordan and Tori? Jordan, if you will. Wow. Um, not very deep at all. They they have a whole YouTube presence. They like they're like classic LA people who shoot like they go to like Runyon Candy and like make music videos for like their original songs, like their cover songs. And they have like a lot of them, like a lot. Wait, wait, like wait, they, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You said their cover songs and then you said original songs. Are they their songs? Yes. Like they, they write wrote songs. the lyrics too. So original and, songs. And then they yes. go to Runyon Candy. Is it them running around working out at Runyon Candy or them like singing no. to the. It's camera? like them in like hipster Nicholas Sparks inspired outfits. Like, singing into the camera and it's like in black and white or like sepia toned. And it's like, how do you expect me to finish this podcast and not just (laughs) open the other browser that I'm looking at right now and watch these? Like, what, like don't, don't do this when there's like four minutes left. Okay. Don't do this now. I will not think about anything else. I'll be able to discuss other things for the rest of this podcast, but I want you to know, and everyone listening to this to know, I'm not really thinking about what I'm discussing. I'm thinking about Jordan and Tori and hipsters recording their own music videos for their own songs in Run Like Game. there's a lot of hats happening, you know, like a, like a flat brim is that what that kind of thing is called or like it's sort of like a straw hat but not. I don't know. Not a hat expert, but there's a lot of hats happening and um What do you call I a hat expert? Oh, what's called what do you call someone that makes a hat? Joey had one for a while. A milliner oh, or something like that? Haberdasher milliner. Milliner, yeah. She had yeah. a milliner when we lived in Brooklyn that was on our block. <laughs> She went to her millionaire to get her hats done. That's right. Yeah, great, it's very, great. very British of her. Great vocabulary um, pull from you. Thank you. I really like having kind of a, a couple on the show that's like a real force that even if people don't like them, they have to like contend with them. Like at Once Upon a Time, it was Tori and Brad. And at, there's just always been like through the various iterations of the challenge, like a couple that is sort of like people like and dislike and they're they're like a big threat. I, I just really enjoy it. I feel like well, it adds a lot to the season. show. We have two this what's season. The, what's the other one? Wes and Bananas. Oh, ba- oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say and- Swaggy and Bailey. <laughs> no, no, not, not Swaggy and Bailey. Swaggy who references himself as Swaggy. Which Swaggy, I, I, yeah. I was out. I'm out immediately. But um, the, uh, Bananas and Wes having a dual interview was interesting. Like they're really trying to, the producers are starting to sell this on this. And I think that they make it far. 
I like I think it. they make it far. I think that Weston Bananas make it far this season, if not win this season. That's what I'm picking right now. Those are my picks. I really hope so. Because first of all, Bananas needs a win. Like he needs to protect his legacy. I- I'm worried for him. And so he needs this season to like work out well for him. And I just, I think you may recall, I've always had a soft spot for Wes. I just fucking love Wes Bergman. Oh, I, I, know. I don't know why. I know. I know. I do recall. <laughs> it's so recall. disturbing about me, but true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even, even his hideous beard can't turn me away. The West, uh, that beard West is so is, bad. It's not, it just needs, it just needs a, a trim. Like he just needs a little, like a little grooming on the beard. It's a nice beard, but I feel like it can look so much better with just like 27 seconds of care. 27 yeah. seconds with a good barber, and he looks so much better. Yeah. I, you're looking I, at me I'm if this looks like I don't care. Me? Yes. You're like, I don't oh. care about Wes. I'm in on Wes is what I'm saying. You're like, there's oh. nothing wrong with that man. He's perfect. I, I just love him. Also, like, I just have questions. Like, what's his day job like these days? Does he still have all the oh. monster trucks? Does he like, have a monster truck? That's my number one question. <laughs> yeah, and what is the name of the monster truck if you have a monster truck? Is it just a truck with big wheels or does it have a name and like be painted like a monster truck? He definitely named it. Definitely named it something. I've been for to sh- Monster Jam. Sure. I've been for to sure. a monster truck rally in the last three years. I know about I also, monster truck culture. You, why'd you go? Quincy, come on. Oh, Duh. right. You're monster Jam. Yeah. Duh. The speech that they had Jen give also like just made no sense and was classic Wes that he like thought he had some great metaphor, but he really did not at all. Yeah, Jen, I loved it. I don't know what was happening there. It felt kind of contrived, but also Jen just seems really gullible. And Jen is a, in a is easy to look at. She's an easy to look at young lady, but um maybe not um uh, uh maybe not uh maybe not built for the challenge game in no. the long in the long Jen, term. let's get you on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. Maybe, yes, yes. She'd be great for The Bachelor. And also, she's like, yeah, I've always wanted to come out with a swimsuit line. I know. So that's what I would do with the money. <laughs> it's like everyone else is like sick parents or whatever, and they've got a much better story. She's like, I've always wanted to come out with a swimsuit line. I'm just like, girl, just get some guy, and he's rich, and you're not, and you ask him for half a million dollars. Next thing you know, you've got a swimsuit line, and you're on a yacht. Like, just do that. I knew she'd be going home when she said that she wanted the swimsuit line. Um, you just brought something up that I wanted to hit on because I was, you know, watching the shows today, prepping for this pod. And I'm hard, I, working very hard. Appreciate that. Prepping s- super hard, you know, also thinking about Passover. Happy Passover to everyone who celebrates who's listening to this show. Oh, yeah. Happy um, Passover, everybody. Yeah. It's a it's a weird it's a weird year for Passover. You know what? I, I read a really great quote that I'm gonna read at the end of this podcast as it relates to podcast to Passover. Anyway. As I was watching the two shows, prepping for this, mentally thinking about how they'd come together, themes, reality TV, all of that, the things we love, I thought to myself, you know, the challenge does not feel fake at all. This just feels like really legit. People just still take this so seriously. And even though yes. like they know how things work and they know what they're doing, like that conversation of, of Tori and Dee um, stretching on like that weird indoor track that's like in yeah, their yeah, one yeah. common space, like that was like legit. Like, like, even um, the Wes and Johnny speech that they had Jen give like was like ridiculous and stupid. But I was like, you know what? Johnny loves a speech. Like it's just like one of his bits on the show. And like that is real. As dumb, you know what it, I love it, it, to that point is when CT was strategizing with like a full chicken wing in his mouth. It's like, here's the <laughs> thing. Like we know it's like everyone's going to be asking to get into purgatory. The previous season, he's got like a full mouth of food. He's not just like, oh, give me a second. I'm going to chew this and then swallow it and then articulate myself. He's in the middle of chewing, doesn't stop chewing to explain that how like everything has changed and you want to go into purgatory early. That is why I love CT. 
Yeah, it's just like the show is so structurally sound that nothing can really undercut it. Like all, like even when they throw in all these randos from different countries and different shows, you're just still like, yeah, still, still really works. good. So, I, I'm into Julia, it. Some, I've noticed something as what? a um, longtime challenge fanatic. I think is the right word. Sure. We've seen 90 minutes of this program so far. No, I'm um, sorry. 180 minutes of this program, not yeah. including commercials. Yeah. About a, a 126 of content okay. time. Okay. Haven't gone to the bar yet. I'm worried. I'm worried too. They might really be into the quarantine thing. Like yeah. we're all not at the bar living in the same house, just eating from the same fridge. And in some not that weird fun. world, they're doing the same. And I don't know, like it's a chicken and egg thing. Like did the challenge create the quarantine or did the quarantine create the <laughs> challenge? It's a snake eating its own tail. Time is a flat circle. I don't know how this all worked out, but I know where I am and I'm not sure I like it. I want them to be um, like, TJ to come in and be like, we're all going to the nightclub tonight. Enjoy yourself. Nothing tomorrow. Dude, that would make me so happy. Similarly, we didn't get any of the trio, uh, barely any of the trio of Nani, Jenna, and Kayla. Mm. I need more of them. I need more. I need more of these love triangles and these messy relationships. I need way more of that. I, I Give me Kayla and Bear already. Like, what are we they, waiting for? Yes, give me Kayla and Bear. They had... Kayla discussion, bear discussion for a second. Nani literally was not discussed and was only yeah. shown when she was in the background of a shot that was clearly meant for Jen because they were talking about weak competitors. They were like, Nani, it was a load management day for Nani. She doesn't play back to back. She had a, she had a big, she scored 30 and 20 in the last episode. <laughs> and she, she's there like, she's like Kawhi. She was like, you know what? I'm going to take this one off and let other people shine a little bit. In the long term, it would be best for me and my brand and the franchise as a whole. It's a load management night for Nani. She's taking an episode off. She'll be back. I'm, I'm worried that also like Corey, now that he's a dad and stuff, like isn't maybe at two kids, isn't making bad decisions. Like he didn't even speak in that whole tribunal. Oh, he was just I'm, like, no, I've got nothing to say. When I first saw Corey, I was like, and he's like, my girlfriend's pregnant. And I was like, oh, I cannot wait to see him cheat on his pregnant girlfriend. But from what I've seen thus far. I know. He's not cheating. You know, one thing we haven't discussed, which is always, and I hate to say this, I apologize to all of the challenge fanatics like myself out there. I don't love the actual challenge parts. I thought this one was visually cool, but like it was curious. <laughs> they were like the first team gets two for nine, the last team goes nine for nine. It was just like, there's clearly a learning curve here. Like, yeah. they should have to blindfold those people like Family Feud and like go to the back so they don't like yeah, you, get, you don't get any the tips. knowledge of watching other people do it. Because like, when you watch other people do it, you clearly get an idea of how to do it. And I don't want to get too like in the weeds on the, the competition part of this show because it's not really what we're here for. But I did watch this one being like, this isn't fair. Like y'all should be blindfolded like and secluded and not be able to learn from the other people that are failing in front of you. Who the fuck comes up with these challenges? Who the fuck is like pull these really heavy boxes of, of colored ammo and then mm -hmm. get on a military green helicopter and push the ammo out of the back. Like who the fuck comes up with that? And like, why it's so it was pretty weird. good though. It was pretty good. It, it was good. But I'm just like, from whose mind is this coming? I don't even get it. I, it was, I liked I, it. I love the, um, the shot of Jen trying to help. I think it was Josh. Yeah. When he's carrying two of the things and she's just kind of got like a light palm on the back, like, like, like helping out a little bit. I was like, come on, Jen. Oh, poor Jen. That swimsuit poor line's going to be great, though. Her, the, sizes of her, the sizes of her swimsuit line are going to be like extra, extra small, extra, extra small, extra small, and small. 
That's going to be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, small yeah. be the biggest size. That's going to be sure. that's going to that's going to be your swimsuit line. God bless you. <laughs> I also I would like Wes to have a showman's of some kind. Just want to throw that out there too. There's just no showman's really. I I need showman's. I need drama. Well, Nani's Nani's out there. A. We got to get Nani there. with someone. We're going to get Rogan. Rogan always gets mixed up in something. Like you've got Nani and Rogan are, are it's like a, they're guaranteed. It's like a Steph and, and KD. It's like you're going to get 20 from each of them. So you're going to get some showmances from them. But if you want showmances, just, just you know what? Set sail over to a uh, sailing yacht, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the sailing yacht's got showmances. I know. Let's it really does. Course. With um, Jenna. Side. Is that the name of the Chiefs too? I can't remember her name. Yeah. Jenna, Jenna, Jenna and yeah, yeah. I think it's Jenna and the cook Madison and Georgia yeah. and the cook yeah the chef yeah the still chef. together by the way I've got some inside information still together they are after the still show a couple. shocking right whoa yeah they had showmans written shocked. all over them right now I might be wrong I don't I mean I'm citing sources that they're from secondhand or whatever but yeah Jenna's like queen of the showmans I'm shocked by this wow yeah. they're yeah. they're the type of couple where I'm just like siblings are dating they look a lot alike to me. Well, remember, I don't know if you saw the recent one. Can I just like, can I spoil it for you? Spoil or it, listening? Yeah. It's cool. uh, it turns out that Jenna and Georgia both slept with the same dude. Oh my and God. I believe the chef's name Yachties? is Adam, I want to say. Adam. Yeah, it's Adam. But not a Yachty. It's just like some random thing. And Weird. Jenna thinks it's kind of funny and they joke about it. And Adam gets pissed. It was just like, dude, you can't be the guy that thinks that like you're the first person she's ever like locked lips with. You know what I mean? I don't get that like, psychology. Like, yeah, also, it's you, like, dude, do you other people want to exist. Be that guy? Yeah, Why? yeah, exactly. And also, like, you yourself are proud of your history. You've got a history. We're not going to act like that's unique to you. Yeah, that's really weird. Also, like, just have fun with it if she's having fun with it, you know? Keep it normal. I don't know, but it is a good show. Have the couple that started out on the show cheated on each other yet? Not yet. But They're see. definitely going to, though. What, yeah, what are their names again? I think you are discussing Paget. Yes. Paget and, and his girlfriend. I can't remember her name. Oof. She's a bosun. They're clearly going to go into trouble. I forget her name. Yeah, we'll see. It's fine. Padge. It's a great show. Who's your favorite captain so far? Of the three captains. We got Captain Lee, Captain Sandy, and Captain Sailing Lee. Captain. Captain. I'm Lee. a Captain Sandy girl. She's my fave. Yeah. I love Below Deck Med. I just love the med too. So, you know, it all works yeah. for me. It's great stuff. I, I definitely need some more partying on the challenge. I'm also, I think Bananas is a girlfriend, which means he's like going to be kind of tame, but who knows? But him and the snowboard, they're not together anymore, no, right? No, it's not Hannah Teeter. He, and he's Hannah like Teeter, that's girl. right. He's had a couple girlfriends since then, but um, yeah. Who I love knows? Bananas so much. I'm lo- I love that while I'm spending so much time with my family here in the home, I get the Vanderpump family, the Challenge family, and the Right Reasons family Oh, Oh, Jacobs. This has been a delight. Thank you so much for doing it with me. Highlight of my week, and I look forward to doing it again late in the evening, right after the challenge finishes next week. Yeah, we're just mixing it up. It's eleven o'clock. We're going to keep doing this on Wednesday nights. What else do we I have do? To do? I like to have the the, the the show credits roll in the next time on, and then immediately join you for a podcast. It just feels yeah. Right. It is really fun. It's a good way to do it. Uh, So we'll keep doing it. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Stay indoors. And, you know, Vanderpump and the Challenge. If you're not watching and you've made it this far in this podcast, definitely start. You should be. (laughs) Thanks, Jacoby. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.